Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Today we will be talking about guilt as guilt is a very significant emotion when it comes to our life and business for two reasons. The first one is that when we feel guilty it is not a nice place to be. It is emotionally draining and can cause a lot of distress. That's number one. And number two, Guilt will often cause self-punishment or sabotage and could be one of the reasons why we are not achieving our goals. So in this episode, I'll be talking about how guilt is different from almost all of the other emotions and different ways that guilt might be sabotaging you know, whatever you want, as in holding you back, interfering with your goals, etc., etc. To be noted that some of the things I'm going to mention obviously could be caused by completely different things or things unrelated to guilt. So just because you're experiencing those things doesn't mean that they are, it's because you're guilty. But I do think that it's very interesting uh, for you to become aware of these so you can do something about it. And I'm going to (laughs) give you a a bit of a warning that maybe you want to turn away from this episode uh, because you feel it doesn't resonate or maybe because it feels a bit too close to home. And if that's the case, it might well be that part of you trying to sabotage you through not getting information that could help you because it thinks that you don't deserve the help because of what an awful person you are for what you did or felt to do in the past and what you feel guilty about. If that's the case, please keep listening. So guilt is different than many other emotions. Because with, let's say, anger or sadness or frustration or resentment uh, or anything really, our emotions are, are turned outwards or on something external to us. So something or someone. Maybe we feel angry about a client not paying their payment plan maybe we feel frustrated about our sister's behavior or maybe we feel we feel sad you know um that our friend is no longer our friend whatever that might be whereas with guilt we usually turned the emotion internally we internalize the process and we either feel bad for something that we did or did not do or something that we said or did not say in a particular situation Um, and when we do that, when we internalize the emotion and when basically we beat ourselves up for something that we felt, we feel we should have done or said differently, we are going to, we don't have an outlet. We don't have any way to let the steam out or we don't have any way to externalize those emotions, meaning the only left solution is going to be to punish ourselves. And this is like a double punishment kind of thing because not only are we feeling guilty which is a very very intense feeling so not only are we feeling guilty about whatever happened 
Plus, we don't have any outlet other than ourselves to externalize that emotion. So we are going to beat ourselves up. And by beating ourselves up or by regretting something or wishing that we had done something differently, we are also directly going to affect our self-image, our identity, our sense of value as a person. Um, We are going to diminish you know, our value as a person or feel that we are not good enough or that we are mean or that we lack compassion or that we should be a better human being, etc, etc. So it really affects you um, at least on three different fronts. Now, this is really significant and I'm going to give you an example of how I learned about guilt in the first place. So uh, five, I think it was five years ago, in winter and spring of 2017, yeah, five years ago, time flies, I reached out to an EFT therapist as I was severely depressed and it was the fifth time in 10 years that I was depressed and that was the time where I decided I needed to do something about it. So I reached out to this EFT therapist because I really wanted to get to the root cause of the depression and she specialized um, in depression and relationship issues, which was my case back then Um, and the first thing she asked me before we even started working on the depression or working on you know the grief or the sadness about the relationship the first thing she asked me was do you feel guilty about anything and I was pretty surprised because I thought that that question was completely off topic and I said yes indeed there is something and she said well we're going to work on that before working on anything else because Guilt can stop you from healing or stop your, you from progressing or making, you know, any improvement in your mental health and in your healing because deep down you will feel that you don't deserve to heal or that you are a bad person, you know, for what happened or for what you feel guilty about and the appropriate punishment is going to basically sabotage your healing efforts or to keep you in a state where you feel miserable, which made a lot of sense, right? And the thing I felt guilty about was when I was seven years old, I was really young, I had this doll I loved, that I loved, it was like my doll that I took everywhere with me, her name was Nana, and I forgot her in an airport, and looking back, I guess my parents also had like their share of responsibility, they should have double checked that I had her with me, and I think I went to the bathroom with my mom, my dad was waiting for us like outside of the bathroom, Um, and I put my doll on the bench where we were waiting and sitting, and then I just forgot, and it was very very traumatic you know it's like your kids uh like stuffed favorite stuffed animal and I was riddled by this profound intense feeling of guilt about having abandoned my doll and I the only image I could see over and over again in my mind was as if she was alive or human um like I could see it from her eyes of me and my family walking away and her being alone on that bench, and it was awful, and I couldn't even think about it, let alone speak about it without crying, um, which probably reflected my own abandonment trauma or my abandonment wounds, and I kind of projected my own feelings on her, uh, which I came to realize recently. So... Um, anyways, and we did everything we possibly could to find her. We never found her again. So she, I tell her that, and I could barely speak while I was explaining that situation. 
and it took like one and a half hours of EFT and she was really good at what she did to get me to stop crying uncontrollably and at some point she was so desperate that she said okay give me a minute and she started praying and literally asking God for guidance uh, which ultimate which she ultimately got um, and I can talk about you know that event now without being upset so am I happy when I think about what happened no but I can talk about it uh, without it you know becoming emotionally um, overwhelming so we worked on that and then you know we moved on to working on my relationship and depression issues which ultimately went away uh, as we were able to find the root cause and I did so so many hours of FT on my side to make sure to make sure that I could heal so that's not today's topic and so she had just seen you know through clients and clients and clients that if there was something that they felt really guilty about they needed to deal with that immediately as it would sabotage all of their efforts in their healing journey so I'm going to talk about a few ways that I have seen uh, clients sabotage themselves because of guilt so again as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode the following list of like six or eight items could also be caused by something else so it's not necessarily a guilt thing but it could be a guilt thing. So give it a bit of thought. And if your mind is like, oh, no, 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 I don't feel guilty about anything. Maybe it's not the case, which is great. But just, you know, double check within yourself. Uh, that might be your ego not wanting to go there as it is a painful subject and making you look the other side. So number one way that guilt can make us sabotage is not doing what you know would make you feel better. So basic example, you're going through a not so great phase where you're not feeling, you know, that fantastic and you know that doing yoga or stretching exercises or going for a small walk or drinking more water or meditating or whatnot uh, makes you feel better, painting or swimming or, you know, it doesn't matter and you're not doing it. Now, I again, I've said this twice, I'll say it a third time. Um, I have been in that situation and it was not guilt related. It was just a form of procrastination. It was a form of sabotage that had nothing to do with guilt and something, you know, everything to do with something else. But I've also seen it in people where since they feel so awful about something that they feel that they did wrong, they will not allow themselves to treat themselves in a way that is kind or they will not allow themselves to do what they need to do to feel better because deep down they believe that they deserve to suffer because of what they did. Second thing is not investing in a coach or a program or not investing in, I don't know, healthy food for yourself. So not buying like the pre-cooked stuff and going like organic or not investing in anything that could make your life better and is not just shiny object syndrome, right? Something you actually need because again, they don't feel worthy about investing in themselves. And in the specific case of business, so everything I'm talking about now can be related to anything, but in the very specific case of business, obviously hiring um, a coach or investing in a program that you feel would be really good for you. I'm not talking about investing in a tenth thing that you'll never use right but something you feel would really make a difference uh, 
if you did that, it would actually help you move forward. It, you, it would help you get some of those results that you want to get. Maybe it would help you get clients or money or some sort of, you know, thing that you wish to achieve. Again, if you are beating yourself up um, for something, if you feel guilty about something, it is likely that part of you will not allow you to move forward, to make your life better, to improve your business or your mental or physical health. As again, since you feel bad and there's nothing you can change about what you did in the past, the next logical thing that your mind will do is just making you feel bad now to compensate for the bad that you've done in the past, kind of like a punishment thing. So typically not investing in a coach or program that you feel would be very helpful, could be a sign of sabotage linked to guilt. Uh, in a similar fashion, it would be investing, but letting it collect virtual dust. And that's kind of even worse than um, the not investing at all, because it's a double punishment where now you actually paid money, invested money, which is the equivalent of, you know, just throwing it out, throwing it out of the window as you're not actually using the resources that you invested in. Uh, so it's kind of like a double punishment where not only will you not allow yourself to, you know, get that information or improve yourself, improve your business, and you're also going to waste some money in the process. Again, uh, sometimes people buy a program and it, it collects dust for other reasons, for imposter syndrome, because of disillusion, because, you know, it was shiny object syndrome, or because they were seeking a sense of safety through um, a particular strategy or solution that is actually not happening. Uh, other way, you might not feel worthy of buying nice clothes. I was um, in a group a long time ago with this coach and one of the um, participants or people who enrolled uh, had this massive like insight and she shared it in the group and she said guys I'm I'm a compulsive shopper right over shopper so she had a shopping addiction and she did the math and a year she spent about between 15 to 20 thousand dollars in clothes the thing was the twist was that they were very cheap clothes so every like piece of item would be anything between like five to fifteen bucks maybe sometimes more that she would you know get in a secondhand shop or off like a garage sale or in cheap stores now there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting cheap clothes this is not the point of this example but she said i realized that i never felt worthy of having nice things because I felt guilty that my mom never had nice things because she has had to sacrifice so many things for us. And that was an empath reaction because she actually never did anything wrong. She was always very supportive with her mom and she never reproached not having things to her mom. Now, to be fair, there was nothing to feel guilty about because she didn't do anything wrong. It was just, uh, she was a very um, sensitive person and an empath. So she felt guilty about having nice things if her family members 
couldn't have nice things. So anyhow, she just kept investing in these very cheap clothes that she actually never wore, that just ended up in some cupboard taking space and that didn't make her feel good. And then she had this massive insight when she actually did the math and saw how much she spent. And so far she kept saying, oh, I can't afford nice pieces. I can't afford like quality items. I just don't have the money. And then it was kind of a massive slap in the face when she saw how much a year she was, you know, putting into cheap clothes. So she posted this picture in the Facebook group of like 20 garbage bags of clothes that she had never worn that she was going to donate or throw away if the quality just wasn't good enough. And she said, from now on, I have decided that I am worthy of buying very nice uh, pieces. So, so she she had a dream of having an entire wardrobe of this very specific designer that focuses on unique designs and really nice fabrics. Can't remember the name of the designer. And all of the pieces or clothing, clothing items of that designer ranged between, I don't know, $200 and $500. So she said, I finally had the insight. It was never about the money. It was me feeling guilty and undeserving of having nice things when my mom could never has have nice things and she ultimately allowed herself to have her dream wardrobe and felt great about it moving on uh keeping your life average so you can be averaged together um aka codependency so there is a saying that goes misery loves company and there is one category of guilt that is different from the rest of the guilt so there is guilt about something you have done or failed to do or said or failed to say so maybe you treated someone poorly or you said something really mean uh, that you regret that is one category and then there's a different category of guilt where it is actually misplaced guilt it is more you being an empath and a highly sensitive person where you will feel bad for example for having good things if people you love around you don't have good things or maybe uh, you have you know a parent that is constantly an emotional drama and victimizes themselves and as a consequence they are like ostracizing themselves from friends and family and now you feel guilty about having good relationships with friends and family when they are alone that guilt stems from unhealthy codependent patterns or stems from you being an empath and not allowing yourself to thrive if other people are not thriving or are not happy which is a very different form of guilt than you having done something that you regret so typically when you feel guilty because you are an empath or when you are overly or unhealthily compassionate with regards to other people's situation or where you, when you feel overly responsible for other people's happiness, uh, it is also very possible that your mind very subtly sabotages your life or efforts or business or, you know, whatever. So you can stay in that limbo or maybe your life can be not so great or maybe you can be like in a perpetual state of slight frustration or slight victimization or slight unhappiness about how your life is going which would actually bring you closer to that person or that would make you quote-unquote miserable so that person doesn't have to be miserable alone. Uh, this is very frequent, it is more frequent than we think and a good way to know if this is the case is basically taking a few deep breaths closing your eyes visualizing your dream life as you wish it 
um, to be. And then ask yourself the question, would there be any disadvantage of me having this beautiful life? And if one of the disadvantages that pops up is you feeling bad for a specific family member or friend, and you feeling bad because they wouldn't have what you have, it is, you know, very likely that you are in this specific situation and that your mind is going to sabotage you. I also saw in a book that I read a long time ago on toxic parents. I was like reading it in the context of creating content for one of my courses, um, where if you your parents had an unhealthy relationship or if your parents divorced or if they're still together, but, you know, it's just... It's not a very healthy relationship. Many people will feel very guilty about finding a great partner and building a great relationship because they think that it's going to be a form of betrayal towards their parent who never had a loving relationship. So they feel bad about having this amazing relationship as they feel overly compassionate towards that person who like a mom or dad or you know whoever raised you who never really had access to such a beautiful thing um, and is going to be deeply rooted into fear of betrayal or fear of abandoning someone if you move on and have access to something that they did not have access to now obviously everything is relative. If people want to change, they can choose to change. So it's never your responsibility to make someone else happy. And it is never your responsibility or your fault if someone is not happy with their life as they have the power to make a change. Uh, but coming back to my initial point, uh, keeping your life average or subtly, you know, uh, not taking action or procrastinating or not coming back to that person who inquired about your services or maybe not getting into physical shape and that doesn't mean losing weight you guys know um, unless you're new to the podcast that I used to have an eating disorder I had orthorexia I had body dysmorphia so I'm the last person who's going to tell anyone that they need to lose some fucking weight it's, as that's a bunch of annoying bullshit but there is a difference between being happy you know with what you can do as in if you want to go on a walk for one hour and enjoy nature and you feel that you can't maybe that's something you want to work on just so you can uh, do more of what you love right so I've also seen cases when I did one-on-one -on -one work before starting my imposter syndrome to many in a niche uh, imposter syndrome niche uh, of people who were from a family where either the family had chronic health issues and all of the members of the family had chronic health issues or the entire family was really out of shape or could not do some activities because of their physical condition and when they started to get into better shape or you know build muscle or build endurance they actually sabotaged their efforts not because they weren't happy but because they were afraid or felt guilty about kind of leaving their family behind, or they felt uh, afraid that, you know, they were improving their life and making changes, or they were worried that they would be rejected, um, or they were, you know, they felt guilty about finally being able to have a good health when their family members or brothers or sisters or parents had to sacrifice so many things or not be able to enjoy many things because of their health. So again, this has all to do with unhealthy attachment patterns that tend to make us feel guilty for what other people 
don't have. It is not, you know, a healthy pattern. It is not quote-unquote justified guilt, and I guess no amount of guilt is justified, right? But this is like a distinct category from the different kind of guilt we talked about. Uh, Likewise, holding um, yourself back from healing from past trauma. So this is actually the example I gave about myself where my therapist asked me, is there anything you feel guilty about? Because we really want to get that out of the way before we do all of the work on relationships and depression as it's going to sabotage the healing. So if you know you've been working quite some time on alleviating something or healing something and it's just not working, and you're kind of puzzled at this point of why the hell it's not working, it might be because deep down you don't want to heal or you don't allow yourself to heal because you feel that you need to punish yourself for that thing that you did that in part of your mind is regarded or considered as unexcusable. And last but not least that I will mention in this episode is basically any uh, so ways that guilt could make you sabotage is basically any way that could punish you so we are back to this notion or of punishing you or holding you back or basically setting the record not setting the record straight but coming back into balance when you feel that there is an imbalance in how you've treated someone so let's just say I don't know that you you said something awful to your math teacher and she ended up, you know, resigning because it was too much for her. And then she didn't have a job and she lost her house or, you know, random example, something like that. And you feel awful and you were just, you know, a dumb teenager and you were rebellious and you had your own sets of problems. So because you feel so awful about what happened back then and you kind of never had to make up for it or never had tangible consequences to those actions Uh, and by the way the consequence of you feeling like shit is enough of a consequence but your mind does not see it that way your mind will say okay how can we re re (laughs) I want to say re-équilibrer in French but how can we rebalance this system there is an unbalance there is this awful thing we did we never really we kind of got away with it when we shouldn't have so what can we do that is going to like rebalance the system and maybe something that is going to rebalance the system is you procrastinating procrastinating in your business not getting clients and having to move homes because you can't afford your home anymore it could also be something completely unrelated to what you're feeling guilty about so something that I have seen now is a friend of mine that I give a hypnosis session to a while ago kept attracting emotionally unavailable partners and it didn't make sense it was making her very distressed Um, it ruined quite a bit of relationships or she wasted like many many years in in relationships that weren't going anywhere and when we did hypnosis she went back to this event where in one of her very first relationships she did things that she really regrets she was with a very kind person and she treated him in a way that he didn't deserve to be treated and she was carrying the guilt of that like for decades it had been like 30 years or 27 years I can't really remember Um, and she was still beating herself up 30 years later for what she had done and what we need to understand is that what she did when she was 17 sure maybe it was mean maybe it was vicious But beating yourself up for 30 years is actually not going to change anything. You feeling immensely guilty about what you did to someone or didn't do to someone 
uh, is actually feeding a bonding energy with that person where the extent of which you are not allowing yourself to heal is the extent to which you're not allowing that person to heal as well because we are all connected. So it doesn't mean that that person is not going to be able to move on but I do really really believe that when you can heal yourself and when you can heal the guilt and feeling awful for something you did and be loving to yourself you are also loving to the other person and releasing part of the energetic attachment that kept you bonded to that very specific person and in some shape or form I do feel that that person is also going to be able to move forward better in their life so coming back to my point that was a bit of a tangent uh, last but not least the the what I was talking about is any way that could punish you so you know not being in the physical condition you wish you would in being attracted by the wrong people or constantly you know getting scammed so subscribing to emails or getting scammed by people so you can waste a bit of money another very frequent thing when it comes to guilt is accidents so accidents don't happen by accident so accidents as I don't know you rear end someone or you fall off your bike and hurt your elbow or burn yourself like any accident in many metaphysical books or in many books that describe the emotional cause linked to something uh, they say that an accident is always or very often caused by guilt or sometimes by us wanting to stop us in our tracks because we're very confused about how to move forward depending on the severity of the accident but usually anything accident related is when we carry some form of guilt and it's a way of punishing ourselves so I hope that this resonates and as in moving forward when we feel guilty, um, what you need to imagine is that when you beat yourself up for something that you feel guilty about, two things happen. The first thing is that by staying in this energy of guilt, you are more likely to attract future circumstances that are going to be coherent with the energy of guilt, meaning attracting future, future circumstances where something will happen that makes you feel guilty. Now, I think that we can all agree that if you're feeling like shit and if you're feeling guilty right now, the last thing you, you want is adding insult to injury with yet another situation that is going to make you feel guilty right so just for the sake of not perpetuating this pattern or not perpetuating future situations that could also make you feel guilty you deserve to heal or alleviate some of the guilt you're feeling right now the second thing about guilt is that when you feel bad when you're beating yourself up when you are three things actually um, and when you you wish that things could have gone differently all of your energy is stuck in the past and there's only that much energy you have in your system so if you want to be creating a different future if you want to be manifesting some things if you want to be moving forward in your business or in your relationships or in your health you need energy and you can't do that if all of your energy is stuck in your past. And aspect number three is that when you talk poorly to yourself or when you beat yourself up or feel guilty, the person who is really um, getting all of the abuse, as in you know how you're abusing yourself emotionally, is your five-year-old self, right? Because 
logically, from a pure intellectual cognitive level, you know that feeling guilty is not helping anyone. Maybe you feel that you deserve it because you need to punish yourself, but you're probably at a stage now where you realize that it's not helping you. Um, Yeah, that's it. So your higher self, your higher adult self knows from an intellectual perspective that this is not bringing anything good or this is not a constructive mechanism. So who do you think is feeling bad? It's not your higher self. So who is it? It's your four, five, or seven-year-old self. It's that inner child. It's your version of you at five years old or seven years old that is extremely emotional, that absorbs everything, that is getting the onslaught of blame and shame and guilt and emotional abuse. Now, how do you think that that's going to work for you in, in your life and in your business if on a daily basis you are abandoning yourself and neglecting your basic needs by emotionally bullying your inner child. And likewise, if a kid had made a mistake right now, you know, they do something, they hurt someone's feeling, it's a five-year-old kid, would you talk to them about what they did, how you talk to yourself about what you did or failed to do? Of course you wouldn't because it's a kid and kids make mistakes, right? And sometimes it's very unfortunate mistakes and they have to live with that. Now, I want to point out something that you probably already know but maybe didn't think of um, from this perspective. When you act out, when you do something that you end up regretting, when you say something that you end up regretting, it is not your higher evolved self, that did that. It is your seven-year-old self who had trauma, who had unhealed stuff, who, you know, whose needs were not met, and who did something as a consequence of that, of limiting beliefs, of emotional needs that were not fulfilled, or basically of how you perceived life, or justice, or not justice, or relationships, or what was right or wrong at a specific point in time. So even if you're 17, 23, 58, when that happened, The person reacting in a way that is not coherent with your higher self is your unhealed or injured or emotionally uh, lacking five or seven-year-old self. So I absolutely wish to reiterate the fact that when you beat yourself up today for something you did, you are beating yourself up, you're beating the seven or five-year-old version of you up over and over again, and this will never ever solve any problems so just for the sake of her and to be loving towards him or her you deserve to let go of at least some of the guilt to make sure that you're not going to reproduce something that is coherent with the vibration of guilt and also to allow that person that you feel guilty about to get their own emotional closer or to be able to move on from that traumatic attachment or from that guilt attachment that is still keeping both of you attached whether you recognize it or not so i hope that this episode was helpful and um two last words when i work on guilt with my clients we never 
intend to release all of the guilt because that creates like a psychological reversal or it creates resistance because part of them still believes that they need to punish themselves so they at least need to feel a bit bad so they won't make the mistake again in the future so what i always tell them when we work on guilt through eft which works remarkably well by the way i say we do not wish to remove all of the guilt If you feel that you still deserve to punish yourself for what you did or that you need to feel bad so you can learn and never do it again in the future, we can agree that for now you can keep 40% of the guilt and we will we will release the remaining 60% or 17% and 83% or 50-50 depending on where they are at in their journey. That alleviates a huge weight of, of their, their shoulder and allows them to allow themselves to heal to at least some extent and when you no longer have the expectation of having to completely release the guilt odds are that your mind and body and energetic system will be more willing to release even more than what you originally agreed to release so when i feel guilty about something and it's pretty rare um i say okay I I will accept to beat myself up f- about this a bit. I'll still keep 20% of the guilt, but I allow myself to release the 80% remaining because you know it's it's not constructive and frankly, I'm not interested in re- reincarnating like 475 times uh, to learn the lesson over and over again, so I might as well heal now. So that is the first aspect that I wanted to say and second aspect Um, in case you missed it, I am hosting a six-week no more stagnation bootcamp. So if you go to the previous episode, you will find more details about what exactly we will do within that bootcamp. But to make a long story short, many of you listening or following me on Instagram or are on the email list and even past clients have shared with me because I always <laughs> speak with my past clients that they are experiencing a phase of stagnation, that what used to work is not really working anymore, or that they have invested in the coaches and the programs and shit is not moving and they are getting either frustrated, angry, um, desperate, or feeling abandoned by the universe who's clearly not really showing up the way they wished at the moment. So this is what this bootcamp is all about. It's six weeks. I don't want to drag something in a way that is unnecessarily long. I want you to be able to see the light at the end of the six weeks. Uh, it's only one and a half months and it goes by really fast. And for you to see very tangible and undeniable results at the end of these six weeks. So the six weeks will be focused on weekly energetic work to release whatever is making you stagnate, whether that's codependency, imposter syndrome, money blocks, or guilt. Re- release it on an energetic level, as well as providing you with weekly exercises that you get lifetime access to that you can do on the side of our calls. They will take maximum 15 minutes a day. If you want to do more, you can, but as little as 15 minutes a day is going to be enough to make massive changes within these six weeks. It's the exact protocol and method that I used to get out of my eight months of stagnation where nothing was working and I was making no money. So if it could, if it could work for me, it will certainly work for you. Um, and if uh, you wish to do more, you can. The only requirement is that you need to be committed to 15 minutes a day. If you can't make that commitment, please don't join the program. The program is only $555. I did not want to make the investment the reason why you don't 
uh, in wool when this could be very life-changing for you. So five, uh, five, five, you can also have two monthly payments. Sorry, that was my squeaky chair if you wish. Uh, and next time I host it, it will be 9.97 for full transparency. So the link of the, the bootcamp will be in the description of this podcast episode, should you wish to see more details and enroll. And I hope to see you in there. So thank you so much for listening. And you deserve to heal. You deserve to release guilt. You don't want to pass this guilt to uh, further generations. And you don't want to reincarnate 600 times uh, until you allow yourself to release it. So you might as well do it now. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you, the Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the imposter syndrome terminator podcast.